Hello, and welcome to Holdness Road Methodist Church Audio Worship. The audio you are about to hear was broadcast on Mothering Sunday, the 14th of March. Our thanks go to Joan Richardson and everyone that took part for leading us in worship. Hello everyone. It's a real privilege to share with you in worship today on this fourth Sunday in Lent, which is also Mothering Sunday. Our call to worship is John chapter 3, verse 1. How great is the love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. How wonderful that assurance is. It's certainly a reason to be glad and rejoice. So let's do just that as we sing our first hymn. Come, people of the risen King, rejoice, rejoice. One heart, one voice. O Church of Christ, rejoice. Grace. 
Let us pray. Dear Father, on this Mothering Sunday, we approach your throne to thank you for all the mothers you have entrusted with the care of your most precious little ones. We thank you for creating each mom with a unique combination of gifts and talents. We thank you for the self-sacrifice by each mom for her children. You are a wonderful creator and we glorify you. We know that Mother's Day can bring a mix of emotions for many women and we commit all into your hands. There are those anticipating the birth of their first child, stepmoms wondering what their place is, those who have lost a mother and are faced with grieving on Mother's Day. There are moms who encounter feelings of hurt because their children have turned from God and those overwhelmed with pain for the loss of a child. The single moms who must lean solely on you for fathering their children. God, we know that no matter what we are facing right now, we can tend to you and experience love, peace and healing through prayer. We therefore confess our sins. We are sorry for all our wrongdoings and iniquities. Forgive us, Lord, for those and all our sins as we confess them in silence. Let's all silently confess our sins to God. Thank you, Lord, for your presence in our prayers. And thank you for your forgiveness during those silent moments. We know that we are all forgiven because your son, Jesus Christ, paid a debt for our sins. So in spite of all our failures and sin, we trust in your power to transform our lives into today's service. Lord Jesus, may you fill us with your love and Holy Spirit so that our lives may bring joy as we continue to praise you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us join together and say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, 
and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Psalm 100 Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God, for it is he who made us, and we are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Amen. In our first hymn, we were reminded to rejoice and be glad. And this joy continues in Psalm 100, our first Bible reading, where we are encouraged to worship the Lord with gladness. The reason why is made very clear. The psalmist writes, For the Lord is good, and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Our call to worship reminded us that God's love is great. God loves each and every one of us with a love that is described as being lavished on us. How amazing and wonderful that is. It's true that we are living in difficult times because of the pandemic and there has been and continues to be much grief, worry and sorrow as a result. Indeed, I little thought a year ago when our youngest son, daughter-in-law and two of our grandchildren came into our back garden to visit us on Mothering Sunday and we saw each other and communicated through the window with us in the conservatory and them outside I little thought then that we would still be in lockdown, unable to be close and hug each other a year later. So how can we rejoice? Quite simply, we can rejoice and be glad because our loving God never fails us. He never leaves us. We are not alone. He is with us, helping, guiding and supporting us in the difficult and the good times. So on this fourth Sunday in Lent, on Mothering Sunday, I thought I would spend a few minutes to remind us about the origins of Mothering Sunday, not to be confused with the Mother's Day, which takes place in America in May. Mothering Sunday is a church festival which falls each year on the fourth Sunday in Lent. It has been celebrated since at least the 16th century and it originally marked the day on which churchgoers in smaller parishes would visit their mother church. It
it also became associated with the day when young girls who sent out to work at an early age, maybe into service, would be allowed time off to go home and visit their mother. Because they had to live far away from home and would therefore not see their parents very often, this was a very special time for them and would be looked forward to with great pleasure. They would often take with them a simnel cake or perhaps some flowers. Nowadays, it's still a day when people remember their mothers, often giving them a small gift and a card and perhaps visiting them too, even though this year this may have to be socially distanced or on Zoom, for example. It's a time to be thankful for our mothers and for their love and care. But it's also, I think, a time to be thankful for everyone who has cared for us throughout our lives and for those who still do. This will include our mothers, but also our fathers, our grandparents, our aunts and uncles, our children who in their turn care for us and it will also include our friends. I know that my children love me and care for me just as I love and care for them and just as my parents loved and cared for me. However, it would be very sad if we only thanked or remembered them on one day a year. Mothering Sunday, or Mother's Day as most people call it now, is the day when we especially remember. But it shouldn't be the only day. True love and care isn't something that can be switched on and off for one day. True caring is forever, in the same way that God loves and cares for us, always. I'm reading from Luke, chapter 15, verses 1 to 3 and 11 to 32. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering round to hear him. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable. There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set up for a distant country and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he'd spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country, who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired men have food to spare and here I am starving to death. I'll set out and go back to my father and say to him, 
Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired men. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on. Your brother has come, he replied, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, Look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders, yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours who has squandered your property with prostitutes comes home, you kill the fattened calf for him. My son, the father said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. It may at first seem strange that I've chosen to talk about a passage about a father's love when today is Mother's Day. It is, of course, a parable, a story told to get a message across, an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. It could just as easily have been a story about a prodigal son and his mother, or a prodigal daughter and her father or mother. The actual gender of the characters is unimportant. What matters is the message Jesus is trying to get across. Jesus was talking to the Pharisees and teachers of the law, telling the story because they were making it very clear that they didn't like the fact that he was associating with people that they thought of as sinners. They didn't seem to realise that Jesus came to save sinners. He said, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. In addition, they failed to realise that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We're all sinners. We all need to repent. We all need God's forgiveness and grace. The story of the prodigal son is well known and told very clearly in Luke's Gospel, but I'll just briefly recap it. A father has two sons. 
The eldest is content to stay at home, but the younger son has itchy feet. He wants to see the world and explore and experience the bright lights of new places. He therefore asks his father for his share of the inheritance. His father gave him his share of the money and he set off for the high life. Whilst he still had money, the younger son had a great time and many friends who were happy to help him to spend it in wild living. The money didn't last long and neither did the so-called friends. The son became destitute and was forced to look after pigs. He realised how foolish and selfish he had been and made the difficult decision to return to his home, apologise to his father and ask to be taken on as a servant. The welcome he received wasn't what he expected or thought he deserved. He was welcomed with open arms and much rejoicing. This story has several lessons for us. We learn about God's great love for us and are taught about the importance of our relationship with God. Linked with this, there are also lessons for us as Christians in our relationships with others because we're all part of God's family. God is our wonderful, forgiving, loving, understanding and caring God who hates the sin, the wrong that we do, but loves the sinner. God has given us free will to accept his love and follow him as Christians or to walk our own way. You see, we can't inherit being a Christian just because our parents are. We have to make the choice for ourselves. In the story, the son had to accept the fact that he had sinned and we too have to accept that we are sinners in need of forgiveness. This acceptance is vital. The father welcomed his son. He ran to him when he was still a long way off. In the same way, we are welcomed with open arms. We only have to accept that we have sinned and turn towards God. He will then run towards us. How wonderful God's love is. His forgiveness is assured. In our relationships with others, we too must be prepared to forgive, to welcome with open arms, just as God welcomes us and forgives us. I wonder what you feel about the elder brother who was less than pleased that his younger brother received such a great reception. Do you have sneaking sympathy 
for his very natural reaction? The truth is that we must reflect God's love with his guidance and help. Sour grapes have no place in our Christian relationship with others. We should rejoice over each new Christian. Just because he was happy his son had returned didn't mean that the father loved his eldest son any less. It's the same with us as Christians. God doesn't have favourites, although some of the Pharisees liked to think he had, which is why they were annoyed that Jesus associated with sinners. We must never forget that God's love is for everyone and we are all sinners in need of forgiveness. As a mum and a grandmother, my hope and prayer is that all my children and grandchildren may live happy and healthy lives. This is every parent and grandparent's hope and prayer. As a mum, a grandmother and a Christian, my prayer is that all my children and grandchildren will come to know Christ as their Lord and Saviour, that nothing I do or say may come in the way of that happening. As a Christian, my prayer is that all may come to know God as their Father, to walk with him every step of the way as he walks with us. As a church, a fellowship of Christians, we must make everyone welcome into the family of our church. We are all part of God's family, united in his love. A parent's love is very strong. Throughout history, many parents have been prepared to die for their children. Jesus's love is so great that he was prepared to die for all of us. What greater love can there be? In John 3, 16, we read, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Whoever, that means you, that means me, because God's love is for all. May God richly bless each one of you and may you feel afresh the warmth and comfort of his wonderful love. Because no power of hell, no scheme of man can ever pluck us from his hand till he returns or calls us home here in the power of Christ, we'll stand. Amen.
In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace, when fears are stilled, when striving cease. My comforter, my all in all, here in the love of Christ I stand. In Christ alone, who took on flesh, of God in helpless play, this gift of love and righteousness, scorned by the ones He came to save, till on that cross, as Jesus died. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for revealing the depth of your love to us today and for speaking to our hearts through this Mothering Sunday service. 
we are reminded that our experiences and feelings cannot adequately be summarized in any particular way. We acknowledge that what may be the happiest days for some are the hardest for others. And therefore we are reminded of your unconditional love on the cross as we journey with you in this period of Lent. So as we offer our prayers of intercession, we remember all the mothers and those who aren't. And we keep them all in our thoughts and prayers as they go through different emotions on this day. We remember especially those who were abused, neglected or betrayed. Lord, may you give them the strength to carry on with their lives with divine ease. We pray for those navigating pregnancy and those nursing new babies. As trauma resurfaces, may you give them your peace and comfort. We pray for those experiencing infant loss and infertility. Let them be reminded of your everlasting love. We pray for those parenting through their own experience of trauma while trying to create a safe and healthy home for their children. May they find protection in your presence. We pray for parents who are struggling on how best to support their children. Lord, give them abandoned provision to get past those difficulties. We remember also those who have recently lost a parent or a loved one very close to their support system. May you comfort them as they go through bereavement to process their loss. We pray for those people who identify as women but don't want to be mothers or feel pressured or devalued for not being a mother. May you give them the confidence and restoration to have a place in their communities. We remember mothers who are separated from their children and loved ones because of incarceration, because of detention, and some because of the COVID-19 pandemic. And we commit their lives to you, our greatest healer and greatest physician. We pray for children who are separated from their parents and loved ones. We pray for those parents and families that have rejected them. We pray for those whose relationships feel complicated or conflicted. Lord Jesus, show them your agape love. Let them rely upon your word from Matthew 19 verse 14, which says, Let the children come to me. Do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. We pray for those who are sick and experiencing pain at this moment. We also pray for our country leaders as they continue to deal with the COVID-19 pandemic. And we pray for those of your servants in and out of the Methodist Church. May you bless them all in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. How great is the love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. 
on this Mothering Sunday and on every day. May the Lord bless you and take care of you. May the Lord be kind and gracious to you. May the Lord look on you with favour and give you peace. May God hold you in the palm of his hand. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all, now and forevermore. Amen. <laughs>